Alright, folks, Stupid Proof episode 3. Welcome one and all. Okay, so, once again, we're on the beer, but this time, we bit something we bit different. We're gonna go a comparison. So, oh, now, what do you do that now for, Graham? What? Now, how the fuck? Where, where are we gonna put that one? In your mouth. Okay. Uh, Just drink it out of the bottle. Anyway, uh, we're gonna be a well-known beer to everyone is Coors Light. Aye. And we're gonna compare it with another lager from the Flavorly Pack. See what the difference is between standard lagers and gimpy lagers. Gimpy lagers. So, isn't Coors Light a lager, isn't it? Yeah. Okay, yeah. It wasn't talking through my ass then. Uh, so, aye. Just checking to make sure it's in fact a lager, because it'll be brutal if it isn't. <laughs> Aye, so uh, we've got a Electric Boogaloo, Lager 2. Is there any specific reason why it's called Lager 2, Because it's the second one. Is that literally it? There's an Electric Boogaloo Lager 1. In that pack? No, just like in general. Oh, in general, okay. So there's a Lager, so this is the second 2.0. Yes. So it should be better than the first, in theory. Theoretically. So... Should we do the first one first, or the Coors Light first? That's totally up to you. Would you like to try the Boggin one first, and then we'll see what happens? I will, like, the, the idea is that the Electric Boogaloo is better than Coors Light, so Aye. we'll go Coors Light. Give me that over, because I don't want to hit the mic. Cheers, Lord. Right, so I've had Coors Light before. Okay, a standard. It's pure shit. What are you tasting? Give them notes. <laughs> Fuck off. Just give them. Tell them what you taste. Okay, I'm tasting just the standard. Oh. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. I'm tasting just a beer. Like, if you went in and give me a beer, okay, and you got a beer, that's what I'm tasting. I don't know what Coors tastes like. You can say that about any beer. You can say it about cider. You can say it about a bar of chocolate. You walk in and just go, can I have a bar of chocolate, nah, please? And they go, nah, here nah, you go. No, 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 no. Let's not get down that road. But anyway, because there's definite differences. But... Like Aye, and so I don't know, but like you're asking me to me, I don't know the difference. Beer tastes like beer to me. Pass it over there. I'm getting the dull sort of hoppy, standard hoppy taste of beer. No bitterness. Thank you. The dull, hoppy standardness of beer. Is and that a fair statement? Yep, it tastes like nothing. It tastes like hops and yeah, water, slightly stale. Yeah, basically, water. it's like. The basic hops you use to make beer in a in a bottle. There you go. Taste. Okay, so that's what that's Coors. We've tasted it. We've tasted Coors. Hate Coors. Don't like it. By the way, this is Coors Light. Any American folks out there who's listening, we can't get Coors in Northern Ireland. Can we get it down south? I've uh, never seen it down south either. Well, we can't get it here where we are, so. Oh, hello. So this immediately smells better. The electric boogaloo. Okay. Oh no. Yeah. Like, for you, this would be amazing. Yes. A lot more acidity in this one. Mm-hmm. When you say the bitterness is coming in strong. I wouldn't call that bitter. It's quite fruity. Acidy, I'd say. Uh, okay, fair enough. Acidy. Yeah, no acid because I'm definitely getting the acid now. See, when I've, after the sip's gone, I'm definitely getting the acid. Yeah. The acid's lingering. Yeah, it stays. Not as acidic as the tropical pale ale that but we had last week. Similarly acidic in taste, though, wouldn't you say? I would say that one's far more acidic because the, oh, yeah. when you, you have that 
after you take a drink, it's like this one's lingering right at the back of my tongue, whereas the last one, it would linger until the fl- the fl- fruitiness was gone, which is the only enjoyable bit for me. And then as soon as the enjoy like thing, it kind of it migrates to the front of the mouth. The fl- on flingo juice, it like mm. migrates forward. Yeah, and it's like oh, for me, it's like oh my god, it's it's it's. It's actually spreading. It's like leprosy. Like, <laughs> it's like, and then it's like, you know, why would you want this? Like, that's the bit that I get in, when I'm drinking these things. It's like, why would I want this in my mouth? Well, I can have a dick. But, you know, <laughs> it's like, what, why would I want this when I could ha- easily have, like, a really nice cider? You know, like, you know, Angry Orchard, Happy Days, you know, fucking really tasty. Um. Because Angry Orchard has one taste and one taste only. Well, two. Sugar and fermented apple, which is great. I do love an Angry Orchard. Probably one of my favourite ciders. But it is kind of like you have about one or two and then... Pillow Fight in the first episode. Why were we talking about the, like, the perfumey thing? Aye. In this one, the perfumey thing's coming first. And then leaving. Aye, I'll give you that. It's... um. Like the the fruitiness is at the start, or the, the sort of the fragrance of it is at the start of the taste. Yeah, it's Whereas very. In the last one, it was at the end of the taste. It's very immediate, and then it goes. Yeah. Kind of like what you'd probably expect from a lager, but probably I would describe sippable. Mm-hmm. You kind of want to keep refreshing it. Yeah, that's the idea of it, and it does it really well. It's like I would quite happily sit and have three or four of these at like a barbecue or something, and not like be walking about being a wank about how all the notes of it it's just nice yeah it's just better than thing. i think also i looked at the prices we were talking about prices and what whatever thing i think if you were to buy one bottle off flavorly yeah of like i think they're about the same of any of these beers we've talked about the 230 2.33 which is okay it's all right it's not bad it's not bad. It's, uh, like buy, it's like what it would cost in a shop. Yeah, but I would definitely just get the pack. Like, if you're going to go down the road, just get the pack. Like, it just makes more sense. Just in general, buy multiple beers at any one time. It's cheaper. Yeah, also, Flavorly also do, like, selection boxes. So, you can select. So, if, you're, if you've been listening to this and we're going through these and you're thinking, oh, I would quite like to taste that one, that one. I don't like the sound of that one. Don't really like, like, for example... If you don't like porter and you don't want to be bothered, like you're thinking, oh, porter's just going to fucking really, it's going to annoy me that I can't get, like I'm going to get like 20 beer and two of them are wasted on porter, which I don't like. You know, you can get like a six pack of selected beer. So you could get electric boogaloo, two yeah. electric boogaloo, two flimmy juice and two of something else in, in the pack. And instead of, you know, make your own selection type of a thing or six different beer, uh, for, well, I don't know what the prices are, but you can you can definitely look them up on Flavorly.com. Not a sponsor. Our unbiased opinion, even if they were sponsoring us, it would still be an unbiased opinion. But I would say, out of the ones that we've had, judging from your reaction alone, Graham, Electric Boogaloo is probably above average. Would you say? Yeah. It's probably the only one so far that I would actively go out of my way to get again, which is... Definitely. A resounding success. A resounding because the success. last two you've had, we've both had sort of suggestions of something else you would buy rather than. So. And it's also the first one that's used Summit and Mosaic hops that doesn't make me want to like go. 
after taking a sip of it. Well, thanks for making that sound. That's going to be great to edit out. Uh, you better keep that in. <laughs> uh, Otherwise, they'll not know what I'm talking about. Now, now, so, given the how, you obviously know a bit more about hops than me, so do tell, and then we'll move on. Well, it's Give just a brief summary of what those things do. Summit is a type of hops. It's very acidic. Like, oh, really high alpha acid. Like, 14 to 16 odd percent. Generally, if there's summit hops in your beer, it's probably going to be quite, not bitter, but acidic, citrusy. Acidic, yeah. You're going to get lemony, limey, kind of real acidy, usually at the back of the throat. It's dry hopped as well, which don't know a lot about, but that's why it smells so, like, strong compared to some of the rest of them. That's why it's got a nice, like, aroma to it. What's that? Floral. Dry? It's dry hopped. What does that mean? No, I, I don't want to pretend that I have any idea, because <laughs> I know a bit about beer, but when it comes to the making of beer, I'm I'm out. If any uh, if anyone out there has any idea about actually dry hopping a beer, send us in a wee description or give us a shout, because I'd love to know, and not have to Google it, because I'm a lazy her. Right. Okay, so, go, go straight on. Now, there's a wee rant, right? Oh, good. There's, not, there's a craze... The new sensation sweeping the nation is this, right? Have you ever seen this stupid wee, ha- like, beanie craze that's going on? Right. No. So, a beanie or a monkey cap, depending on what you call it. Is it the kind of stuff I wear all the time? Yeah, the beanie. The beanie goes uh-huh. around over your ears. Like, if you're wearing, a, like, a, it's hard because people have different names for them. Aye. So, it's a beanie, monkey cap, uh, sort of, the thing you see robbers wearing basically uh-huh. a wee black cap that they put over your ear and it come down comes down you you know you wear it over your ears keep your ears warm right the new craze right so normally when you put that on there's like a, a built-in sort of sort of flick up on the sides Aye. so you basically bring it down fold the front up and there's normally a logo or something on it the new thing is when you get a hat like that is you roll it right up right so you roll it up Right. And it's still over your ears, right? And you're wearing it normally. Roll it up again, then roll it up again. So basically, you're just wearing it on the crown of your head. And it has about a half an inch gap above your ear. So basically, the bottom portion of your hair all the way around your head is showing and your ear. And you're basically wearing it like a wee skull cap. And it's literally ridiculous looking. Why in under God would you do that? It defeats the purpose of having a Why would you have a hat? Like, why would you have... The idea of a hat is either, depending on the purpose, a peaky cap is to keep the sun out of your eyes, obviously. A beanie is to keep your fucking head warm. You're what? not wearing it on your head, half your head, so what's the point in wearing it? It just annoys me. People look like absolute mugs when they're wearing it. And... Don't even. Right, that's my rant over. <laughs> <laughs> I do have to say, though, that there is one other purpose for a beanie that at least I definitely use. Hiding your hair. So when you wake up in the morning and you take one look at your hair and go, I'm doing nothing about this. I, you just brush it so that it comes out and then you stick the, the hat straight on. This is actually more effort because now you have to, if you don't have a shaved head, you have to kind of style your hair around the hat. No, not a lot. Which is kind of pointless as well. So it's like, literally, you've defeated the purpose of wearing a hat. Yeah. This is, has no purpose on your head other than you looking like an absolute gimp <laughs> and you thinking it looks good. So... If you're out there and you wear, wear beanies like that, fucking stop. Right? Rant over. That just annoyed me. It just annoyed... It irked me. Well, that's the quickest we've got through a topic yet. Because so. it's a Rennie rant, okay? okay? So, that's that. Graham? Oh, right. You're just passing straight over to me? Yeah. 
I need I need a cool down. I can't go on uh, this heated into another topic. So I've got sort of a mini rant as well. And it's nothing new, but it's just something that's been really wrecking my head lately. And I find it really funny. So I'm a single man. And as you do when you're a single man in the 21st century, you start getting on the dating apps. Either just for the crack. Well, it's definitely is just for the crack in my case. Or to like end up trying to find somebody and go on a couple of dates. I'm on two in particular that everyone's on. Tinder, Bumble. Yeah. If anyone's somehow unaware of what Tinder and Bumble is, you swipe left and right. And the only difference with Bumble is that the girl has to message you first. I have noticed a bit of a discrepancy in the way that the messaging works. And it's really starting in, to wreck my head. Between each one? In both of them, yeah. More right. commonly in Tinder because both of you can message. Yeah. But in Bumble, obviously, only they can message you until... Yeah, only they can they message you first. So... Within 24 hours, that's the whole point. Yeah. So when I'm messaging a girl on Tinder, the idea is that I have to, like, read this girl's bio or, like, look at her pictures or come up with something really interesting. Yeah. In order to, like, make myself stand out from the hordes of other lads that are, like, beating down their door. The absolute thirsty fucks. Yeah. So I'm sitting there going, right, well, she says that she's into, like, rowing, so, like, Maybe I can work off something with that there, like a load of nonsense. And I'm doing this, and I message them, and this like handcrafted like message to them. Like I've put all this, I've like put loads of effort into it. I am a genius. This is lethal. This is the best thing that I've ever written to anyone. And then I get back, hey, <laughs> or yeah, <laughs> or lol, yeah. And I'm like, how long? Right. And then I went on the Bumble. Right, and I was like, right, I'm going on the Bumble now because I can't bother because Tinder, Tinder's starting to wreck my head. Like, so the girls message you first, and I'm like, right, the girls are messaging me first. I'm gonna get something similar to what I do when I go on the Tinder. No, They're bound no, to look no, at my no, profile. No. <laughs> hey, the first three girls that I match, each and every one of them, opened with, hey or hi. Yeah, and, and, I'm like, and <laughs> girls are like, I've seen bios. If you just message me with hey, you will be ignored. Yes. I was like, why? Man. What? <laughs> and, like, it's, it's all the girls' bios are fantastic. In fairness, right? When I, now, I don't have much, uh, fr- you know, success on Tinder. I've had more success on Bumble. Aye. Being that I've had one date from Bumble and none from Tinder. But I've had at least three girls message me and hold a conversation mm-hmm. over a few days on Bumble. Yeah. So it's like much more... Also, this is a really bad thing to say, the girls are in Bumble are just hotter. End of discussion. Like, they're just better. I don't know what it is. It must be like, oh, we have control. So maybe more girls go on Bumble now. But anyway, uh, it's like... But anyway, yeah, I've had a couple, like, sustained. So, I don't mind, like, the whole, hey. Because for them, the thing I think for, for Bumble is, it's like, if you have the, like, you have the control. The girl has the control, or she loses the the match. By the match. Right? So, to make sure she doesn't lose the match. So, you're basically putting it back on the man by just saying, hey. So, the man still has to do the thing. I know, that's what annoys me. You still have to do the bit. Yeah. But the I think the bit that makes it the it makes the thing continue 
is the fact that she's actually already said so she can't really ignore you now like on tinder it's much easier for anybody girl or boy to get an ego boost of the match and them messaging you and going haha yes you know Aye. i got a fucking oh yeah they fancy me or and just go ride with that and not bother actually messaging them so that's very all, true you know so like the other way is like okay i actually did message him so him replying to my message you know i kind of have to message back and then he has to message me and then blah blah blah, blah back and forth so you know it's like it kind of kick starts it a wee bit more i think but i see what you're saying like you know the the hypocrisy and not every girl cares no that's true not everyone but you know you do see you do see them as like don't just say hey come up with something interesting like you know and it's like you fucking do come up with something interesting and you still get nothing you still get hey back or nothing speaking of hypocrisy too and <clears throat> this hits home with me particularly for two reasons and it's really funny so girls bios right one of the most common things i see in tinder and bumble <sighs> buy me pizza and i love you forever no nothing like that i mean i'm okay with all the cliches because pretty much everybody's bio is a cliche like that's fine like that's grand whatever you gotta do that bio has to be filled it's when they say that you have to be six foot like you need to be six foot or like you need to be taller than six foot or something right yeah so that's you know you're into taller people right yeah, okay yeah, that's fair dues right now once again i follow a lot of i follow a reddit subreddit called like reddit slash tinder uh-huh. and what a lot of lads are doing these days is they're talking to a girl who said that you need to be over six foot and they're being like or they're like they ask them when they talk to them they're like what height are you so these lads immediately come back with um six foot two what weight are you and these girls are like you can't ask that that's really rude or like why are you asking that that's so rude and they're like well you're only gonna date lads over six foot two. I only date girls under like ten stone. Fair, that's a very that's a very good point. And these like some girls are like, ah, you've 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 got me there, man. Fair play. And then other ones go, fucking mental. Aye, mental. They're like, you can't ask that. You can't ask the woman they're waiting. I'm like, well, you you can. Uh, you can. You're not. You know, it's it's kind of like, you're not really supposed to, but you can. Like, I mean, what, what do you mean you're not supposed to? You're not. It's it's like, it's a stigmatism for women yeah so okay. it's like everyone kind of knows okay you don't really you don't really go that way because it's like if you ask in their weight you put it like this if if they were desirable weight too you wouldn't be asking in their weight that's the, the the roundabout reverse psychology of it so it's like if you thought they were really good looking and they were attractive the way they were weight wouldn't matter so just the same way as height wouldn't matter if you thought like it doesn't matter I... how, how high a, how tall a guy is it's what's inside that counts so it's well, you're like, getting you're getting very uh into the root of like <laughs> well you you're getting <laughs> you're getting very like uh what's the word you're talking about this as if these lads are asking them this on purpose they're just doing that because oh no they've no, asked I, them about the height yes like, i know that point i'm just yeah making yeah. a broader picture yeah I know, so like, it's like but the bit when they're, they're going mental it's like nye, nye, nye. and you asked me like well why shouldn't you i was like it's not that you shouldn't it's that you know it puts it puts a spotlight on something that girls find like i think a lot of girls unless you're very very comfortable with who you are and you don't give a fuck i think a lot of girls do have that whole like pressure to be a certain way particularly with and guys have it too but guys don't it don't like they definitely do with regards to height someone right you're what you don't have pressure you're about six foot 
right? I am six foot. You don't have to really. You you're about you're slightly taller than average height in this country because average height's about five ten, five yeah. nine or something, right? Yeah. I'm five eight. Yeah. And I am constantly. I undermine. Aware of the fact that I am five foot eight, and I have like people constantly going on about me being short, and that's funny. It's funny, like, but on the other hand, it's a bit similar in a way. And the only difference is I can't get any taller. Yeah, that's a fair point. Like, that was my point. next point that I was going to get on to is like, yeah, okay, you can say that height's similar, but height is literally your biology. Yeah, you literally got the other thing about control it. it. Yeah. Unless you're really intelligent at a young age and go, like, through the whole sort of bollocksy, if I start working out now, my human growth hormone, because I'm going through puberty, is going <laughs> to, like, boost me. Aye. Like, which some people kind of have done. I'll say a lot of footballers are quite tall because they've been working out since they were like not working out but they've had a, they've had over the average amount of exercise because they play Gaelic or they, they kind of do the, the drills and the uh, I can't remember what they're called the circuits and Aye. stuff circuit training because they're doing that there they kind of it kind of makes them grow and stuff so uh-huh. it's like a lot of footballers and sports people are quite tall anyway but like unless you do that your height is basic is based on your biology so you can't control it your weight whilst also based partially on biology you still can fix it so the bit i think it's it's the bit where if you mention a girl's weight it's not that it's not that they're they're probably fine with their weight until you mention it and then they doubt it so it's like oh my oh my god like why is he asking me that do i not look this way do i not look that way like especially if they like you like you know if your likes you it's like i don't know i'm obviously speaking for women here when i don't actually know but you know, I, that's that's what it seems to from a man's perspective. Like that's why you don't ask. But the bit where it's six foot, it's 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 more harsh because you can't really control it. You can't control it. It's like yeah. So that's the bit I think where the difference between talking to a woman and talking to a man is so much different. Segway onto a topic that I was going to bring up. The Gillette advertisement. Now you know about this. For people who don't know about this, this is an American advertisement. Now, the UK Gillette advertisement, right, was really fucking good. Like, really good. It was about men's mental health and how men should... It was like a real man. Is It was the tagline. And it's like, a real man feels. A real man apologizes. A real man cries. A real man feels. A real man talks about his problems. A mm. real man. So it's all about getting shows it shows like a guy and obviously he's with his partner who's a girl and she's kinda like, you know, goes on and he's he's crying, you know, to her about something. Mm. And it's like it shows the vulnerability that men need to start showing, which was fantastic. Fast forward two months <laughs> and the one comes out in America. Now the best best a man can get right i'm sorry right there's a lot of messages in that advertisement that are fine don't bully people yes don't just say boys will be boys when they're being absolute cunts happy days no bother don't like undermine someone just because of their gender fine so there's a bit where like a woman tries to say something in a meeting full of men Okay. And the guy goes, oh, I think what she means is that, you know, I was like, okay, you're just being a cunt. So the bits of it were like, don't be a cunt. Great. 100%. There's a few bits of it that are like toxic masculinity, right? Yeah. So 
you can't joke. So there's a bit where it's a comedy show, and the, there's a few jokes in it that are misogynistic and stuff like that. There, or people deem as misogynistic when they're not really. A misogynist gets thrown around a lot these days, and I don't think I, I think it's lost meaning. It gets thrown about that much, but like friends is considered misogynistic and sexist and you know anti-gay what yeah like that's what friends like friends everyone loves friends i love friends i think it's fantastic people are saying now it's misogynistic it's anti-gay blah 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 and it's like i don't see any of that when i see friends i don't see it's just a bit of fun like you know what's wrong coming out of your world and just going into another world and just having a bit of crack you know stuff like that there and then there's a bit where now a guy go, sees a girl walk past him on the street in the advertisement and go oh she's really good looking you mm-hmm. know and you go oh yeah like I'm going to go over and talk to her because she's really good looking and it, presumably his mate comes out of the shop that he was waiting on and he sees him go about to approach her and he puts his hand he goes oh no man not cool mm-hmm. and it's like not cool not cool. Like, do you do realize men talking to women is how relationships form and women talking to men is how relationships form. So for a man to see a woman who's attractive, that's basically the basis of every relationship that's ever formed in humanity. So Yeah. How's that toxic masculinity? That's the bit that really, really sort of irked me that bit. Now, Nike advertisement. Women's advertisement for women's clothing. Nike uh-huh. for women. A uh, if we say we want to be the best, we're laughed at. If we say this, we, we're going to achieve. Yeah. We're called crazy. If we say we're going to do this, we're put down. If we say, So basically, women are constantly being put down, yet they always succeed. Is the bit. So it shows fantastic examples of women coming up, breaking above the mould. Yeah. Sports, business, uh, all that kind of stuff. Breaking out of the mould and becoming powerful in their own right. Totally fine. Great message, right? Fantastic Uh message. Applauded. Similar to the one about men's mental health. Happy days, right? Yes. Now, but the bit that is the comparison between the the toxic masculinity. So men are constantly being put down. I know it's like, boo-hoo. But this is true, right? Men are being punished for the past sins of man. Yeah. Particularly white males. It's like, oh, white males. Ha, white males were the reason slavery was fucking started. Yeah, Back then, I didn't start slavery, and you didn't, and half the fucking white males out there are totally against it. And there's n- like, but no, 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 we're still put down. You're put down. You're put down. Fuck man. Fuck man. Oh, you're a man. Fuck you. Yeah. And it's like, and you wonder why. So you wonder why men can't talk about their problems. Like you wonder why men are having like mental health issues. You wonder why the male rate of suicide is drastically higher than women because women are constantly held up, pushed up, pushed up. You're great, you're great, you're great. You know, no body shaming, no fat shaming, no this, no that, the other. Right, I'm sorry. I don't care who you are. If you come up to me and you complain about someone that you're not attractive and you're not getting guys and guys don't approach you and you're fucking 20 stone, not only is it bad for your health, but like you shouldn't be that size. Like, you know, anybody. It doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman. So, yeah, I'm going to say you're you're overweight. I'm going to tell you to lose weight because you need to, for your own health, forget about being attractive. You know, you're losing sight of what's important. 
and people are saying, oh, you're fat shaming me. If you say someone's fat, but if someone's fat, you know, there's a difference in taking the mick out of them and actually giving advice. Mm -hmm. So I think a lot of the times when people are actually trying to help someone, it's called, they, they say it's body shaming when you're only trying to help them and you're trying to make them better or you're trying to, you know, make them more healthy. You see what I'm saying? Yep. Do you want to weigh in here? Because I've talked to her quite a bit now. It's oh. like, you know, my point is, you wonder why men are constantly being, they can't tell tell their problems because as soon as a white man or a man in general comes, speaks out about something, his problem, he's told, oh, well, you didn't have, you had it easy for years, so you deserve that, like, you know, sort of thing. So it's like, oh, get over yourself. Like, you know, women have it harder and stuff like that there. Yeah. So it's like. But when you combine that, that's happening now with mm -hmm. the kind of decades and decades and decades and probably more than that of centuries centuries of like men sort of stereotypically not being allowed well not being encouraged would be more accurate yeah to like talk suck it up yeah suck it up be a man and like a lot of male friends like friend groups wouldn't be the type of friend groups that would ever talk about anything and when you do talk about something usually what happens is like you, you don't know how to deal you. with it so they take a piss at you yeah and sometimes that's good and sometimes that's not really what someone needs and yeah when you combine that with being like, I think I got a wee bit heated there, but well, we'll we'll forgive you. It's a it's a heated sort of subject for some people, but uh, oh wow, right enough. I don't know how to move on from that. That was quite that was quite a thunderous last point that you made there. <laughs> <laughs> it was quite the threw the gavel down on that one. Don't really know how to move on from that. Right. Well, probably just by. Moving right. swiftly forward with something else. Yeah, do you have any topics that you wanna So they're banning porn. Right. Well they're not they're not banning porn. They were gonna ban porn, but they're not banning porn anymore. No, because do you know why? Because it's really fucking like a multi million dollar fucking industry and yep. loads of people get fucking money out of it and I But you know what you have to do now, right? What? So supposedly starting April the first. I don't know if first it's an April. Her. First of April. First of April, yes. First day of this month. They were supposed to implement this. Is this in the UK? Aye. Right. UK and Northern Ireland, apparently. So, okay. go on. You decide that you want to go watch some sort of adult content. That could be, like... Anything. Anything that was considered adult content. And you're taken to a non-pornographic landing page. And you have to enter in all your details. And you have to give them your driver's license. Like a picture or a picture of your passport. Or some like identification verification for you being over the age of eighteen, and you're registered with this site called Age ID, and then you're allowed to access adult content. Or if you don't want to do that, you have to go to a high street retailer and buy a pass card. And I can't remember what company supplies it, but they're four ninety nine for a pass card, like a one device pass card. So say you want to access it in your phone, it's four ninety nine. And if you want to access it in your laptop, you have to buy another pass card at four ninety nine. But you can buy one for eight ninety nine that gives you access to multiple devices. But the point is, to access any kind of adult content, you have to give over all of your details to a third party that's irrelevant to the website that you're about to go on. So the government now they already had your details, but now you're willingly handing over yeah, this is really bad. This I is absolutely terrible. That's terrifying. That's scary, isn't it? Yeah. Like, it's like, what? Where is the anonymity in that? Oh, so we know that Graham McKinstry has accessed fucking midget porn on this day. Like, you know, like, 
that is terrifying absolutely terrifying and that actually if you watch week one's episode that actually goes into straight to what I we were talking about like where fucking they're saying all murderers are thinking of porn now you're gonna look at people now you can literally look, look up oh fucking what porn fucking matches this crime and you'll get a fucking list you of people list, yeah. their addresses their ID like that's really 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 bad like the consequences of and you ask me why I downloaded porn <laughs> <laughs> Never thought he'd be right about that, but there you go. <laughs> like when you think about it, that's fine. I like accessing like pornographic material. Okay, they want to. Well, put, like, clearly, a... clearly, it hasn't kicked in yet, and they've been talking about this for a while. I remember way, way, way back before we were in university, a fucking Cameron uh, was talking about banning any website that had porn links on it. But that was never passed. This is passed. Might I say this is uh, this is the same parliament that had members of it that wanted to uh, legalize sex with people aged twelve. Come again. This what? is the same parliament that wanted to legalize sex in the nineties. Oh, in the nineties. With children aged twelve. Okay. There was members in parliament that put forward a bill that said, "We want to have sex." With children. Right. With people aged 12 and up. They wanted the legal age, sex age, to be 12. Because they were all a big pile of fucking pedos. It sounds like it. And now, fucking less than 20 years later, you're banning porn. Like... Well, they're not banning porn. True Geordie. Now, True Geordie had Danny Daniels, who is a really famous porn star, on the podcast there a couple of weeks ago. Right? And I think there was somewhere, like, in the over, like, sort of, what's the word, like, Croatia-type direction? Uh-huh. Like, uh, stuff, where they had banned porn. I can't remember the actual country. It was banned for a long time, and now it's legal again. And the fucking, like, whatever, ra- like, the rape and sexual assault crimes have went down because they brought porn back. So, Aye. you know... What's their what's their grounds for this? What is their grounds for banning porn? Is it just literally like people should be watching it? It's not a ban. You need to stop saying ban. It's not a ban. It's basically a ban. It's a massive deterrent. They're banning everybody who can't prove that they're over the age of eighteen from watching pornographic material. That's the idea. It's not a ban. It's just it's just to stop anyone who's under the age of eighteen years old accessing adult material. No harm. I would just go into a shop and buy a pay the full fucking ninety nine. You need to prove that you're over 18 when yeah. you go to the shop, like. My driving license, there you go, lad, cheers. But you don't even need to do that, because you can just register with the website. Yeah, but th- that means I have to... You don't have to pay, but you're going to have to give them your details anyway. No, but I thought that the pass card meant you didn't have to give them the details. I'm, assu- I'm sure there's some... <laughs> nah, lad. I can't I can't imagine you going into a fucking, like, into Sheehy's in Cookstown. <laughs> Here, I want a, an adult pass card there. That's oh, another fill thing. Fill out this form. That's, that's another thing. Like... If I wanted to purchase an adult pass card, right, I think I'd go to another town. Because if I, I, if I walk Laspar down the road and goes, can I, can, I, can I have an adult, can I get one of them adult pass cards, please? But like, what, where is this, where is the limit on this? You know, that's my one point. Like, where is the limit? Because that's what I was going to say. It starts at porn, but then you're going to have... starts at porn. Now you're going to go, so, over 18 films? Like an action movie? Yeah. That's over 18? 
So you're going to say that everybody has to have an Alba Pass card? To watch Die Hard? To watch Die Hard, yeah. Are you going to say that, you know, anybody... You know what I mean? It's like, you know, where is the cutoff point? Like... What happens when you start... What happens to TV broadcast stuff now? Does it just cover the internet? Does it start moving on to television programs? Do you start having the key in passcodes to your smart TV after the watershed because you shouldn't be watching it if you're under 18 yeah so 9 o'clock you just have to enter in a passcode or something yeah, that's think, you know I think it's a it's a lovely idea but I don't think it'll ever come to fruition oh it might and I don't see why Lad, not no harm I think fucking Brexit's bigger issue mate I think they've stopped caring at this stage of the game yeah but I mean like in terms of like them actually doing shit oh, I yeah. think they'll probably fucking sort out Brexit first more than likely uh, so I th- it'll sit on the back burner it'll never come up again probably so it's come up fucking multiple times in the past and it's you know it's it's, it's clearly not you know it's not come to fruition so just thought it was interesting the whole yeah the concept of a past back card. on the whole like thing like in the 90s there was actually a magpie a mag- magazine called magpie right where pedos could literally it was a pe- pedo pornographic mag and <laughs> pedo had like information on it's basically the yellow pe- yellow pages for pedos and you could just basically call up and go here do you have any like fucking porn of like fucking 10 year olds i know bar i'll give it i'll send it over to you that's not okay like that was a magazine in the 90s. We'll look it up. Magpie Magazine. Swear to God. I'm alright. <laughs> I'm not going to look it up. I don't want to be on a list. No, I know. I, I mean, just Google it. Like, I heard You know, don't actually look up the magazine. But I mean, Google and you'll find out that like all this stuff. There's a... Like, I watched a documentary on Netflix about it. I was like, this is fucking insane. As early as the 90s. Or as late... As, as recent as the 90s. This was in Parliament being discussed seriously. Like... What? No. <laughs> like not allowed. anyway, that that was just a wee bit of thing on that. I was like, that's fucking insane. <sighs> anyway, so I have a kind of big topic to talk about. Okay. So we all know and this is actually another pretty good segue, right? When we're talking about pedos. So we all know S ASMR girls. Huh? ASMR girls. Can you unpack ASMR a bit? You know that thing where you're like Hey baby, I love you. Like and like people listen to it when they're going to sleep. Uh, you showed it to me. I mean, I've seen YouTube videos of like people read, yeah, like reading books and stuff. And yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're you literally showed it to me in a second. Yeah, no. Hi. Right. So yeah, but no, but not everybody knows what ASMR is. Oh, okay, right, okay. ASMR, yeah. So it's basically whisper to whispering tones in your ear. People find it soothing. A lot. Yeah. Some people find it quite soothing when you're going to sleep. A lot of people. It's often girls because men are the demographic nine times out of ten. Uh, I don't know if that's true. Well, because actually, ASMR the the reason it originated was that people got it. Like some people get a tingly sensation all over, like a like a kind of I like a chill in the spine. They react to the the sound of someone whispering. Anyway, way, it could but, be a yeah. man, it could be a woman. Doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> anyway, we all know ASMR girls on Twitch and shit like that. There, where they're literally fucking. Hey baby, I'm playing Twister in my really fucking like, in my underwear, but I'm not actually naked, so Twitch can't do anything about it. Like, shit like that there. So, they're literally on the thing, doing SMR, uh, and, you know, you know, basically being quite provocative. And, you know, let's, let's be, let's be, get down to brass tacks. Even, like, there's men fucking like, wanking over that, like, definitely, right? I'm sure there is. 
so that's right so there's that right Aye. now this has kind of come a big craze on oh, the internet right. so there's no, there's standard sort of soft like let's say so twitch girls in their underwear doing asmr is kind of hardcore yeah there's soft core versions on youtube of just normal girls not really that provocatively dressed but still attractive you know blah 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 now now there's literally kids doing asmr now that's a bit strange so there was one i said this is on true geordie as well i've still i've still the wild pile of his yeah, topics boy. <laughs> i was thinking there <laughs> but <laughs> so i seen it on he was talking about it but like i was like oh my god like what is this so there's this girl and i don't know what age i think she's about 12 or 13 or 14 or something and it's just her she's not really provocatively dressed at all but she just does we like skits and you know things like there's one of her dressed up as a police woman i think is the one the clip that i seen that him okay. show and so she has like two million subs two million i think so okay and like she has like two hundred thousand views per video so he was saying like so she's getting like between seven thousand and so much thousand like and i mean it's in the hundred in the tens of thousands uh-huh. a month from youtube from the views that she's getting and the subs from and n- now this has fed into another thing so there's a guy oh i can't remember his name but he was the guy that exposed the, the he's the guy for the cause of adpocalypse 2 now adpocalypse 2 on youtube is based around this guy and it, what he did was if you log into youtube with no account brand new computer they have no data on you basically at this point the algorithm hasn't kicked in yet and you look up family-based vloggers right so family channels of oh this is our kids and we're doing this here and that there blah 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 right uh and like obviously then you can obviously look up like channels that are like teenagers and they're start trying to start their youtube career Aye. so if you start looking up those specific types of videos and those specific types of vloggers where they're family bloggers with young children you start getting constantly like you know suggested those types of videos yeah now what this has led into there's a really seedy underbelly of youtube where pedophiles have went on looked up these videos and are in the chats of the videos and they're so let's say i don't know this this could be one but let's hypothetical put a hypothetical scenario family vlog it's a barbecue in the summer you know we're all a big family and obviously there's kids having water fights and shit like that there or in swimsuits the pedophiles in the chats have been time stamping moments that they can look at provocative images of not naked but provocative so you know if a kid's in a sort of a compromising position they they pause it screenshot it on timestamp it and you know, and then, sort of, and then sort of put these on pedophile websites so you can, if you're a pedophile, you can go and look up the video and you'll get off on it. So it's kind of like a kitty fiddler's Mr. Skin? More or less. Yeah, the kitty, <laughs> yeah, basically, like, to put uh, a lighthearted spin on it. I, yeah. I know, it's a very serious, it, it, disgustingly that, horrible matter. It's a really, really, so this, these are in the comments and like really disgusting comments on these videos. This guy exposed it. 
I said, YouTube, get on the fucking ball. What are you doing? YouTube, shit the bed. And now, like, they're like, oh, fuck, we have to fix it. F- try and fix it, try and fix it, try and fix it. And then the guy comes on with another video. Anybody who has ads on YouTube is supporting this pedophile ring. You should pull your ads from from YouTube. Oh. YouTube scumbags, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. All the advertisers are fucking the hell off because they don't want anything yeah. to do Just with YouTube. They're out of there. Yeah. So it's like, okay, YouTube are trying to, like, they're trying to fucking quality control. So now when it comes to the ASMR girl, her funding has been pulled. Yeah, because no ads. Because, like, okay, you're not fucking, you're not, YouTube friendly. Aye. So, bang, no ads for you anymore. So you go from making tens of thousands a month to nothing. Yeah. The girl's ma has come on and said, like, I, we need that money. Yeah. I think there was another channel who was, like, there was a gymnast. Like, her kid was a gymnast and they, they done a lot of videos of, like, the gymnastics. Aye. That has been, like, mon- demonetized. Uh, Christ. And said, and the woman's like, we need that money like yeah. we depend on it and it's like you know you don't know what that money's going to that could be going it could could be as selfish as the man just wants a load of money or it could be as uh, as selfless as she's putting that money into like a college fund or she's yeah. putting that money she's using the money to travel to the gymnastics events they then you know to, to get them like further and further in the career they want yeah you know you don't know where that money's going so this is really impacted the thing then another youtuber who's kind of like a catch piece guy he goes delves into the guy that exposed this all. This thing, literally, the guy who exposed the pedophile ring. He literally has a video of him pulling up alongside a schoolgirl on the road and ask her to asking her to film an adult video with him. Is he doing it as to prove a point or what's the story? I don't know. It was clipped out. I didn't see the original video. All I know is that he done it and okay. she shit herself and ran away. So. It doesn't matter if he was doing it for a joke or proving a point or anything. Yeah. Like, she still... That girl that he asked, shit herself. Aye, it was real to her, like, regardless. Yeah, exactly. It was real to her. Like, you know, he shouldn't have done it. Mm. Even if he was proving a point. Yeah. So, it's like, sort of get off your fucking high horse, cunt face. <laughs> I do think we've learned a valuable lesson here. We do. And it's that Northern Irish people definitely shouldn't do ASMR. <laughs> July got the... You like that? You like that there, boy? You just like your McDonald's, don't you? It's just conscious. Anyway, right. So, yeah, do you have anything else to talk about, or are you tapped dry? I don't really have anything, like, wildly, like, um, like, <laughs> not wildly informational to go into. Okay, so. To be so, honest, so if you do, please do crack on. So, the Gucci controversy. Now, Gucci have took out a sweater... And it's like a turtleneck sweater. Right. And the idea is that the sweater, you put it on and it goes up to your nose or over your nose or just below it, right? Okay. And it's a black sweater, right? Right. But they leave, they've left a, a, a hole for your lips. <laughs> okay. And on that hole for your lip, they kind of have like red lips going around as if like, you know, it's red lips and then the black sweater and red lips and then your, your actual white if you're white or whatever, Aye. your lips come through the middle. And the model is a white girl model. In the ch- this has come out controversy Why? because they're saying it's the same as, do you know, I can't remember what they're called, but do you remember way back in the day when they'd, they'd black up? A blackface? Yeah, black, they'd go blackface and put the, like, they'd make their lips white. Aye. 
it's basically people are saying, oh, you're just taking the mic out of that. And fucking old Floyd Medweather, who is a fucking legend, video of him on the internet, walking, he's going into Gucci, and the news presenters are like, well, what about the Gucci, the Gucci controversy about this, this, he's like, he's like, what? He's like, the sweater, the Gucci sweater. He's like, what? He's like, he's like, but the, the sweater that, you know, the black sweater that goes up and leaves your lips thing and basically told him, he's, he's just looking there like, huh? like literally gormless look on his face like he doesn't know what they're talking about. And he then he goes, doesn't, mate, he's, a, he's an idiot. And then he goes, he's like, what? And then he's like, he goes, does it, do you not, not want to go into Gucci now and not buy Gucci? And he goes, yo, man, I don't give a fuck, man. I wear whatever I fucking want. I go into Gucci. And he just starts I was like, you're a fucking legend. Well done. Well done. I'd Take a note from Floyd Mayweather's book. Mate, he didn't, like, I'm, as much as I agree with you in that that was a magnificent move, I can guarantee you that he is no, he literally didn't know what they were on about. He was just like, huh? What? <laughs> Maybe he got too many knocks to the head. He has no idea what he's talking about. Like, he's, he's, one of the best boxers. Arguably the best. Arguably the best boxers. One of them of the last... Well, what is it? He only has, he's only had one loss. Yeah. Like, he's insane, but he's also, like, kind of thick. Oh, well, when I say insane, he is insane, but he's not really insane because he's not, he does, it's not like he has overwhelming technique or... He literally just uses the natural, like... He's a defensive boxer. Yeah, it's like, literally... Well, if I just turn my back, they're not allowed to hit me. So, (laughs) (laughs) you know, any points that they've got by actually landing a hit will get deducted because I'll turn my back and they'll hit me in the kidney. You know, which means they'll get deducted a point. So if they get a point, they're instantly going to get deducted a point because they'll lose control. And then, you know, literally when it's, like, fucking round eight and they're fucking wrecked, he opens up and fucking, like absolutely annihilates them so it's more of a tactical play and i people hate people people like this are literally like i don't care i play to win so if there's a way that you can win that is just the most effective and efficient way that's the way you should win every like, that's the way you should play every time yeah. because it's the most effective and efficient way why wouldn't you exactly right i do have a mightily interesting thing i wanted to mention well go ahead so <laughs> This is going to be a regular thing here. I was messing about in the internet the other night when I couldn't sleep, right? Yeah. So there's no way to like segue into this. I was basically reading about a monkey who worked on a railroad track. Oh, fuck off, Carl. What? Carl Pilkington, fucking monkey news. Is that what this is going to turn into now? Fuck no. What? What are you on about? Ricky Gervais podcast. Fucking head Oh, I never news. listened to it, lad. I don't know. Right, okay, go ahead. It's a, it's a baboon, right? And... He literally worked on a railroad for nine years and never once made a mistake. They literally employed him. It was fantastic. What, the payment? Peanuts? Hey! Hey! <laughs> joke! It's a joke! Do you know what they paid him in? What? They gave him a half a bottle of beer a week. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> they paid him a half a bottle Let of beer. Let me get him on the podcast. Fucking get their tasting going on. Yep, that's yeah, half a bottle of beer a week and 20 cents a day. Fucking cheap employment. Do you think, like, A, when do you think this was in time? And B? I'm going to say 17th or 18th century. 1890? Yeah. Do you think it's ethical? I don't think it's ethical give a monkey beer. (laughs) (laughs) That's your problem with this? If, look, like... 
Now, if he wasn't pure fucking like, if he was treated well, I have to, I have to clarify what his actual job was because. Right. Well, go ahead. What's his actual job? He was basically the assistant to one of the lads who worked on the railroad. He was a double amputee. Who the monkey was? No, the guy that worked on the railroad. He was a double amputee. His name was Jack. He was a double, a double things. amputee. So what was he missing? He's no arms, no legs. Oh, okay, right. And uh, what? What? So he was paid, and the monkey wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> I may be coming across as a bad bastard here, but like, what? <laughs> so, well, you know. It was 1890. It was different back then, you know. I mean, I, here, oh, here, lad, you don't have any arms and legs, but don't worry, we'll give you a monkey to help you out. <laughs> no, it was his pet. What? It was his pet. It was his pet baboon. Okay, right. So, he taught him how to push his wheelchair <laughs> up and down and to operate the railway signals under his supervision. So, he was... <laughs> now, I don't like trains at the best of times, but you see if I knew... <laughs> That I was relying. So that's the bit where it's like ding, 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 ding. There's a train coming. Don't. And he switches the tracks. Here, what do you hear? What do you hear? How do you think James lost his legs? Right, his nickname was James Jumper Wild. Oh my! How do you think he lost his legs? He was known for jumping between the rail cars until he fell once and lost both of his legs. Oh. What do you mean a real car? Like as in from carriage to from carriage? From the carriage to carriage, I think, yeah. Oh, that's bad. That's bad. So wait, is this the guy... Is this, never mind fucking the monkey. Is this the guy you want to fucking trust? Like, if you're stupid enough to jump it from carriage to carriage, like, why would you trust him to change the points? This is this is honestly one of my favourite Wikipedia paragraphs in the entire world, right? Right. An official investigation was initiated after a concerned member of the public reported that a baboon was observed changing railway signals near Port Elizabeth, right? After initial skepticism, the railway decided to officially employ Jack once his job competency was verified. <laughs> Jack the baboon. Boy. It is widely reported that in his nine years of employment with the railroad, Jack never made a mistake. I'd like to hope so. Aye, well, seeing as no fucking, like, seeing as it would probably be on the news that a baboon called a fu- caused a fucking ra- or like a train crash, like, mm, it was a risky move. I'll give him that. It just, it, it made my night, like, you have a pet baboon. The fact that you have a pet baboon to begin with is just great. But you lose both your legs. And, and both presumably your both your arms. Because you're a double amputee that can't really... Oh, wait, no. Hold on. I am a spastic. He just lost both his legs. He just lost both his legs, didn't he? Otherwise, you'd be a quadruple amputee. That's what I thought. As like, as double if you're treating them as pairs. Well, you should have corrected me then, shouldn't you? I just I didn't want to interrupt you. Oh, you didn't want to interrupt my really important... like. <laughs> I didn't know what it fucking meant Fucking topic so about the baboon changing railways. I didn't know what it meant either, so I thought you had it fucking sussed. Aye, so he lost both his legs jumping between real cars and apparently decided instead of pushing his own wheelchair, he was going to... Tra- That's even worse. Yeah, he didn't want to push his own so wheelchair. So he could literally just wheel himself up to the points, Aye. change them himself, and wheel himself away. But he's having but none of that. He's having fuck all of that. Right. Unless it was back in the day when wheelchairs didn't have the big wheels, they were just normal small wheels. I don't know. Even then, gravel, grass, like, wheelchairs aren't really designed that way. No. True. It's going to be bastard to fucking put for anybody, even himself. 
So suppose it's gonna be a bastard for a normal person to fucking push him on the gravel rather than a monkey. Like baboons aren't that big. No, they're not massive, are they? Like, well, fuck, it won't be one. Like, you won't want to fight one, but like no. you know, they're not they're not big monkeys. Like so, I reckon we could take out a baboon between the two of us. Like, oh, fuck, by one like a phone, fancier chances. Like, depends if he's angry or not. Like. Oh, fuck, well, we're, we're assuming he is. Well, if we're fighting a baboon, he's probably not happy. Uh, either, he's not like... fucking too good. Like, you know, we'll probably take him out with a gun. No, I mean, like, just good old hand-to-hand combat. combat. Well. Queensbury rules, boy. <laughs> <laughs> right. If I told you, Graham, uh-huh. the words John Cage organ project. Are you talking about one of my favourite things ever in the world, where... John Cage decided that he would create one of the longest pieces of music ever written. Yes, to be precise, I think it's 639 years. That's the one that's currently playing out, isn't it? It is, indeed. In a very and small chapel in Germany, France? Yeah, it's... Uh, Don't know where. Halberstadt in Germany. Mm. And uh, the piece is called as, as Slow As Possible is the project's name. Yeah. And essentially, it was started. Let me just start it. It began in two thousand and one on the fifth of September, and it is due to run for six hundred and thirty nine years, and it's due to end in twenty six forty. When's the next note again? Because I actually kind of wanted to go there for it. Twenty twenty. Twenty. So I next year then. Yeah, next year. Uh. So the next note change, will be. The 5th of September, so the direct anniversary of when it started, Yeah. Uh, 19 years later, on in 2020. So, 5th of September next year. And then, we you hear this, right? So, it goes 2020. So, the last note change, have a guess when the last note change was? Mm, uh, say something like 2003. No, well, it's not 2013. So... Mm. Freaking seven years ago, that had to be a fuck. What do you call them? Four beat ones. A bar. No, but the the, the note, the circle. <laughs> oh, this is brutal. That's four beats. I I know what you're talking about, but I can't mind the name. It had to be four beats. It's like that long. And then, so the next, so after 2020, 2022, 2024, uh-huh. 2026, then 2027, right? And yep. then, right? Yeah. There's two note changes. In 2028, mm-hmm. and two no changes in 2030. So they had to be fucking, uh, what do you call them ones, the two the half-beat ones? The two... You're asking me for I'm not a classically trained musician, I have no I'll idea. i get fucked, Graham. Quaver? Aye, qu- why not? It's a quaver. That'll do. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I've just about figured out that the four-note one is semi-brave, and that only uh, took semi-brave. me about 62 years to figure out. The note, next note will probably change before I remember what a half beat is. I don't know. It's an eighth note. It's an eighth note. Well, if you had a that's fine. Then I thought you were asking me the weird, like, crazy Latin or whatever names for them. I don't know. I just call them, like, yeah, it's, it's quarter a double, note and eighth they, notes. Them two changes in the one year has to be a double eighth note. Lovely. They're like a, dit, 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 like, sort of a thing. So, yeah, mental. So, we'll literally die. Oh, so Yeah, we'll be dead. We'd be well dead. Yeah. Like, the bit of our bones will even be here mm. in 600 years. Brings up a mildly interesting point to me, anyway, about what is the slowest piece of music that you can physically play? Because the most commonly touted 
or most commonly said beats per minute value for that is 33 bpm because anything slower than that is commonly referred to as too slow to be useful but you can go a bit beyond that and start talking about the sensible present or the perceptual present which most people say is between three to eight seconds going over my head here (laughs) it's basically just like how slow can you play something while still being aware of how it breaks up into time yeah. Because you can easily just press a note and hold it for like seven minutes and then hit another one and go, oh, that was seven minutes between the last note. But you couldn't, in your brain, physically count the time between that with any degree of accuracy. It's just not possible because you li- you're you in the present and beyond about eight seconds, you're pretty much not anywhere near able to recognize the amount of time between the last note that you played and the next one, like properly. You'll perceive it in a way, but it won't be in any quantifiable manner. So that's why John Cage's like piece is really interesting, because there's no quantifiable like time signature on it beyond play it as slow as possible. Yeah, but that's the bit like <laughs> the bit about the whole the whole organ project thing is like the I was like, why why six hundred thirty nine years? You see, that's the thing. You can play it as slow or as yeah, as you like want. you could literally just go. Let's let's change note every hundred years. Why not? But they had they had to find a way to quantify it, and they did. I don't know how they did because it's been played a couple of times, as far as I know. But this is just the clearly the longest one. So I prob- we'll probably look up. You could probably look up the original piece and see what it actually should sound like. I don't think you say original piece. He read it, and then it was performed by other people. I can do a quick wee Google if you want. It would be interesting to know what the quickest. Uh, version of as slow as possible was because i'm sure it's well it'll be interesting like it'll probably it's probably still pretty long a typical performance lasts anywhere between 20 to 70 minutes on the piano okay right well we're not playing it for this podcast so (laughs) if you want to hear what that sounds like yeah you're mental go on ahead go ahead uh you'll probably not have any fucking like like no harm like i've I've listened to like there's a live audio feed Oh, of the on Wikipedia yeah. where when the last note changed, so that in two thousand and thirteen, there's the audio feed of them changing the note. Oh, and honestly, like if if we went to see the note change, which I kind of after I heard about, it, I kind of I was gonna to go. say, do you want to go? Like, like I kind of wanted, wanted to go. Like when I heard about it, I was like, oh, that would be cool to see, but like literally, I would be like standing outside, so that the note changes is supposed to change at like let's say two o'clock in the day. Mm. I would literally walk in at 30 seconds before the note change just because it is so fucking head-wracking I know. listening to that like Zzz. it's just literally like uh, and it's, in, <laughs> it's not like it's just like a thing making a noise it's in a church so it's really echoey just, and like fucking like right. reverby back at you it's like oh my like leave me be like honestly you'd just be sitting there and it'd be going yeah okay good let's go right see you later lads cheers for paying fucking 30 pound to see that yo <laughs> 30 pound you paid pl- like plane tickets by the time you probably end up paying like two three hundred quid just to go here <laughs> yeah well i don't know here i'd do it anyway just to say i did just so i could go back to all my like music tech yeah. in people theory, from in theory we, we could literally go and see every note change up until we die up until we die oh that sounds like wild crack we could. Like once you've heard one note change, you've heard we them could. all, haven't you? We could. We could, but we shan't. Well, I bet there's people that do it. I, but they're what we would describe as insane. 
If you lived close, if you it, lived in the tower in the village, or you, even close to you the place, you'd go. I bet there's people that live in that fucking town that literally couldn't give a fuck. Probably don't know what's happening. Some of them. Okay, no, I'd say probably a lot of people do. If if you live in the town, my, every time you walk past the shop, all you hear is like, like from inside, it's like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> Imagine if you live right beside it, you'd be like, ah. <laughs> you'd have gone insane by that stage. <laughs> you wouldn't even be able to cope, like. It could be that thing where you drown it out eventually. Maybe. Oh god, no, I couldn't cope with it. Like it'd be like having tinnitus, but like right. So we kind of we kind of went into a dark seedy hole, and now we're we're at something a wee bit more enjoyable now. We're so. back out of it, yeah. Happy days. Try not to let the pedophile ring on YouTube get you down. There's some good content on there. Uh, Debatable. <laughs> right. Sure. Why would you go on to YouTube? You can just listen to Stupid Proof instead. Yeah, man. Just listen to Stupid Proof instead at SoundCloud.com. Flash. that's right that's uh, nice segue Graham so we're going to wrap it up you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter uh, Super Podcast on Facebook and Stupid Proof on Twitter uh, the Twitter link is on the Facebook page so happy days uh, <clears throat> we are currently so the iTunes update uh, this is an update for people who like listen to podcasts on iTunes we're going to put the iTunes like the iTunes podcast to be free obviously uh so we need three episodes so after this episode goes up we're gonna put in an application for itunes and hopefully that gets accepted in the meantime we're working on spotify spotify's trick tricky business uh it would appear there's yeah. a few fuckery bits that's like why do i have to do this so once we figure that out we will be on spotify promises promises but we will be, we will get there eventually for now we're we're on soundcloud so that i'll post the link for every episode that we ever do so there you go follow us on soundcloud and you'll get the updates uh hopefully you'll get the updates yeah that's uh you can follow graham on his various facebook pages graham mckinstry google him you'll probably find him you'll find me he's on youtube too i am i'm on every platform i'm on twitch you want to find me and that's episode three signing off until next time. Until next time. Do your research. Don't be sheep. Don't be Up sheep. Up appealers. Uh, that's it. <laughs>